You're listening to another episode of Small Business Saturdays with Aaron Montgomery on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at OurSuccessGroup.com. Today, we are going to be talking about the obstacles that get in the way from, you know, taking what is like a side hustle or, or a hobby or, or whatever it is, right? Where you're not fully in, maybe it's a day job or just not being fully committed to it yet, but just kind of getting from that point to being a full-time business owner, right? And kind of what, what's the difference between a business owner and a hobby? And, and really it's, you know, being all in, being willing to make that your life, right? Not not like all of your life, but like making that the core, right? Making that something that pays your bills and, and, and just supports you and becomes something that's really stable in your life. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about here today, what those obstacles are and how we're going to overcome them. So some of you that are already full-time business owners, this might not be quite as valuable as some of the other small business Saturdays, but I believe that you, we can still find value in everything. So, uh, you know, just see what they are, see what maybe you need to do. Maybe some of the solutions are, are things that you need to do a little bit more to uh, solidify your business a little bit more. And what are those limiting beliefs that are holding us back? And a lot of times those then also show up as just being overwhelmed, right? You can't see the the end. And, and so it becomes very overwhelming because it seems like there's so much to do or, or just like a, a mountain that's not climbable, that kind of thing. So what, what we want to look at today is what is holding us back. And and I, I truly believe in my heart, in, in my core, in my soul that... Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. Anyone willing to do the work to build a foundation deserves, I go so far as to say deserves, to have a successful business. And I'm so passionate, I believe in that so much that I, I want to be that person that guides people to that place. So if you're already an established business, kind of making that change to and having a different mentality, right? A lot of times people start their business and they've come from a place where they've worked for somebody else, right? We, we've all had jobs, even if we kind of get into being entrepreneurs as younger people, um, you know, we probably had at least a, a job somewhere, you know, washing a car, doing dishes, mowing the yard, or, you know, I, I guess there are maybe sometimes those kids that start mowing the yard when they're uh, young, and then they become a landscaping business full time. But um, I think most of us have had some job working for somebody else at some point. And again, the, the mentality that we need to make the shift that we need to make out of that into this one of being a business owner can can feel overwhelming. Right. Um, we talked about last week. How many times have you shared your business with passion? Right. Today, I know it's early on a Saturday, but is there an opportunity? Was there an opportunity? Could you create an opportunity? 
right? And and so we talked about that last week. Think back throughout the past week. How many times did you do that, right? Um, I know one of the uh, folks with us on the live version here, Christy DeFalco, um, she did her first live video this week, right? So she stepped up. She shared with passion. You know, she showed up. I, I, I was shocked when I found out that that was her first live video, by the way, because she was so natural and, and did, just did such a great job, right? And yes, she was there to support somebody else, but we talked about her business, right? And then that got out there, right? So it's how do you build up to those things? And and, and good morning. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so yes, Tanya, agreed. Way to go, Christy. So, so you know, having that different mentality, right? Sharing your business with passion is what we've got to do. Now, uh, let me give you another example. And, and this is an opportunity for me. So to, um, yes, I'm <laughs> taking advantage of the opportunity to share with my business passionately. But hey, I can also lead by example too, right? Um, okay, so I am super excited about what's coming up on the 5th of December, or December, 5th of September. <laughs> All right. So what's coming up on the 5th of September is the five keys of marketing. In fact, if you go right up here above me, if you're watching the live video, but for those of you listening to the podcast version, osg.link forward slash marketing plan, you can learn more. And uh, so I'm really pumped about this. And I know the OSG members are super pumped about this. Um, but if you're not an OSG member, I, I think you need to go to this link. Right? I think you need, I think it's almost critical to your business. Um, I'm so passionate about what we're going to be able to do here. This is going to be a five evening workshop where we're going to um, share tools that I, I've used, tools that Todd's used, and, and really kind of help you create a 12-week roadmap and marketing plan that is specific to your business, right? All too often, we go out there and we get help from you know, 10x marketing gurus or, or whatever those things are. And I get it, right? Those strategies can work, but ultimately that strategy's worked for them, right? So what we're talking about here is building the foundation for your business. And, and so when I get asked the question, what should I do? How should I market my business in the fourth quarter? Well, it could be a different answer for every single person that I talk to. And honestly, it is because what works for me and what works for you are going to be completely separate things. So we're going to work on figuring out what's right for you, not for somebody else. And and so I think making this investment uh, and, and the support that you're going to get to develop your fourth quarter marketing plan is really unparalleled. I, I know of nothing else in our industry like this, um, and especially at the price point that we're at here. Um, so I want to do this, and I want to go ahead and put a couple of banners up here for those in the the live version, um, because I am so passionate about this. I believe in this so heavily that um, I want to give a 50% off coupon away. We already gave one away uh, earlier in the week on, on Q&A, and um, I'm going to give another one away here today because we want people to get involved in this and, and be able to see the changes that they can make in their business. So for the SBS listeners, now, if you're an OSG member, you already get this. So you don't need a 50% off coupon. But for those of you that are not OSG members, if you'll go and put in the comments exactly what you see down below here, it, five keys, right? So five keys, just put that in the comments just as it is. And um, the comments will be catching 
uh, all the people that put that in the comments. And then we'll do a drawing at the end for that 50% off. So ex just has to be exactly like you see below me over there, five keys, no spaces, five K-E-Y-S. So put that into the comments and um, you will uh, be entered in for that. So Tanya is entered in. Awesome. I love it. Um, okay. That, that's odd, Jerry, that uh, he can't get into live OSG because we, um, huh, I guess, I guess we can go look. <laughs> Why not, right? Um, yeah, it's going live over there. Um, okay, well, hey, I can, I can actually see you, Jerry, on Facebook. So, you know, maybe, maybe no need to head over there. So I'll, I'll put the uh, YouTube link in there if you want to go over there. Um, I wonder what's going on with Live OSG, though. Maybe that's it. Um, okay. Live OSG. No, it goes. Okay. I don't know what, what's happening on, on your end there, Jerry. Sorry about that. Um, anyhow, back to five keys here real quick uh, because I, I don't want to... I want to get into what we're talking about here today, but again, this, this is an example, right? You, you need to be passionate about what you do. You need to make sure that everybody knows about it, that everybody understands how important it is for them. And, and yes, I'm talking about a workshop, but the same thing goes for people that are decorating stuff, right? What, what do you do to help other people, right? Is, is it school spirit? Is it business um, being able to get their word out there? Is it, coming together as a community, right? You are offering opportunities to people. And if you don't believe that passionately at your core, it's going to be an uphill battle. But if you believe that passionately at your core, it will become very easy to go out and share your business, right? So that's what we want you to do. But with that being said, I do want to get into these five main obstacles. And then uh, you guys know me. I'm not, uh, not one that's just going to leave you with problems. I'm not the type that likes the whole blaming, complaining, excuse-making, commiserating side of things. I want to get to solutions. I'm a solution-oriented person. That's one of my core values. So um, let's dive into this. Now, um, let me change this up here before we do this. I'm going to put that down there and then let that just go across the bottom. And uh, as you are coming in, if you want to get into that drawing for 50% off the five keys of marketing workshop, uh, you can uh, just put the put five keys in the comments. So no space, five K-E-Y-S into the comments. And uh, that will get you entered into that drawing. So far, Tanya is our solo entrant. So if you are not an OSG member, please make sure that you're doing that because uh, it's a great opportunity for you but I would love to give it to Tanya too. So <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. Well, let, let's start off. What are the obstacles from getting to that point where we're all in on our business? So the first one I see is, I just call it paying the bills, right? The, the money issue. Because typically we've got this faux comfort level in that job that we have. You know, we, we think that you know having that job, that stability, that, that paycheck is um, really stable. And now, if you really do think about that, though, it might not be as stable as you think. I'm not trying to talk down. If you've got a great job that you love, then that's that's awesome. But you ultimately have no control, right? They could go out of business. Uh, they could decide to let you go. Um, maybe you get, get a new boss that you know you didn't choose, that you don't like, right? So, uh, yes, you, you have that. And, yes, there is some opportunity for unemployment after something like that might happen if you get let go or whatever. But 
if you've got that entrepreneurial spirit that is strong enough that you want to do something besides that, you're not going to thrive in a place like that, right? So um, Jack Canfield actually calls a job an acronym, J-O-B, and he says it stands for just over broke. Uh, and, and I agree with that if it's a job, right? If you have a job, and, and it, it, it's just one of those things. We, jobs are, are, are great, and if you're all in on it, then go for it. I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for supporting you in that. But you're here at Small Business Saturdays to grow your business, and, and that's your business, not somebody else's business, right? If the job is not doing it for you, then, then you're here. And so we're going to just leave it at that. But it really, it's about the fear of not being able to maintain our lifestyle is what this whole paying the bills thing is all about, right? So you've got that job, you've got the just over broke, and, and you stick with it longer than maybe you should because of the fact that you, you haven't done the work to figure out how to find the solution, right? So to build that confidence, and so I want to share what I think is a solution here. We need to build the confidence to be able to go all in on your business. And one of the best ways to build confidence is to have clarity. And one of the best ways to have clarity is to break things down and then maybe reverse engineer them so you can see the path, right? So what what, what do you need to have to replace your day job income? You know, And then asking specifically what specifically needs to happen for you to quit your job, right? And I've said specifically twice. I'm going to say it one more time. Specifically is the key. So replacing your current income as an answer just does not cut it, right? How many months in a row do you have to make that amount of money in your business that would, quote unquote, replace your current income? And and what does replace your current income mean? Is that what you take home after taxes, um, because as a business, you have lots of opportunities to write off things. So you might not need to make, you know, I'll just use easy round numbers. Um, and, and it can be whatever it is for you. But let's say you're making $100,000 a year, right? Well, do you need to make $100,000 a year in profit? Or do you need to make $100,000 a year in, in just income? Or do you, maybe you need to make less because you have the opportunity to write off some of the, your expenses and, and, and so you have a lower tax burden than if you were making $100,000 a year. What can you really live off of, right? That, that's the thing to, to really understand. And then also you need to ask what specifically needs to happen for that to happen, right? So we started off with what specifically needs to happen for you to quit your job, but then take that another step further. What specifically needs to happen for that to happen, right? What, what, what do you need to do inside of your business to get you to that point? How do you get there, right? You have to believe that this can happen. Um, if, if you can't believe that you're able to do this, then and we're going to talk about some self-sabotage here in just a little bit, but you're going to continue to do that, right? So we need to break it down into milestones that you will hit that will lead you to turning in your notice, right? Or lead you to going more all in on your business. But without that belief, no change is ever gonna happen. So the real solution is doing everything you can to create that belief that you can run your own business and support yourself and your family with that income, right? We have to figure out ways to, to bring in that belief. And, and we'll talk about some of that here in just a second too. So that's number one is just understanding, you know, how do we replace the money, right? The, 
the paying the bills um, fear that shows up. And, and a way to do that is to really kind of break it down and, and, and then reverse engineer it so we have confidence and clarity. We, we have confidence because of the clarity, right? And then we can start seeing the path and we can start creating that belief in, in ourselves, All right? So that's number one. Number two is facing fear, right? Um, for most of us, the, the things holding us back from the success that we deserve is self-sabotage. I mentioned that just a moment ago. We, we have fears. It's just who we're humans. You <laughs> have fears. Uh, the most courageous people, they're not courageous because they don't have fears. They're courageous because they have fears and they're willing to move forward in the face of that fear. Right? That's a quote, uh, paraphrasing a quote from John McCain there. Um, but we have fear of failure, right? We have fear of putting ourselves out there. We have a fear of success. <laughs> like, ah, that's a lot of fears. You know, we've got the fear of failure and the fear of success because we've, we sometimes can be afraid of our success because then we, how are we going to handle that? Can, can we really pull that off, right? We have this big dream. We have this big goal. But can you do that day in and day out? And, and I know the answer is yes. Um, you know, other people have done it. Other people are doing it every day. And so there's zero reason that you cannot right? You are special and, and unique and amazing in your own individual way. And so to, to believe that you don't have what it takes um, is only just a belief, right? You absolutely have what it takes if you have the belief, right? So you have to switch that around. So we start self-sabotaging because it's our subconscious way of protecting us from those fears, right? You've, you've chosen to find the worst possible scenario and, and you have that, that fear and it just keeps us from moving forward. And a lot of times we go, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, move forward. I'm going to do this. I got to do this for my business. And then that fear creeps in and then that self-sabotage starts happening. And then we go hide or, or we, you know, don't do the things that we knew we needed to do. And we just, you know, we, uh, it manifests in a whole lot of different ways for a lot of different people, right? I, I will uh, go binge TV. I, I need to just turn off the TV and it, and it get, gets me, right? And um, I know I, I probably eat too, but I know a lot of people do have the challenge when they get that stress, right? It's just self-sabotaging, right? Because you're, you're worried about something happening in the future that isn't necessarily going to happen. So what's the solution for this? What's the way that we can face this fear? And... Um, you know, the first thing I think about is, well, okay, that fear hits. What if we actually instead envisioned the best possible scenario, right? We envisioned our business being a success. We envisioned the freedom that we have. We envisioned the support we're able to offer to our family, our community, the people around us. We envision the autonomy, the mastery, all of those things, right? If we start believing those things um, and, and looking at those outcomes, how would that change things for you? Or, or if you want, really want to go to the other side of this, how about actually really facing the worst possible scenario, right? And because a lot of times we'll go worst possible scenario, my business fails, but it's just generic at that level, right? But what if we go into that a little bit deeper, right? What, what is actually really worse than your current challenges, the current things that you're not happy about, the current reason why you want to make this change into being more committed to your business, right? For, for example, um, 
I, I might have a fear, and, and absolutely I do, uh, many, many times, the fear that our success group's not going to work out, right? I, I'm in that startup phase of being about two years in, lots of changes, lots of figuring things out, lots of, um, you know, honestly did probably a little too much throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what was sticking because I was so busy building these techniques for others that I maybe didn't use those enough. And, you know, so I'm getting to that point where I'm finally practicing what I'm preaching here a little bit more because of the fact that um, I understand that I, I, I can't just what I'm saying, right? I, I can't do the same things. So I have to have to do those things. Now, fortunately, I, I had a much better foundation. I had a business plan in mind and, and I've been developing it and I'm, I have, you know, all these things. So but that, those fears still pop up. What if it doesn't work out, right? And when that fear starts popping up, then I start self-sabotaging. But then let's think about this. Let's think if I go deeper. Well, okay, if OSG doesn't work out, what's the worst possible outcome? And what, what specifically is that worst possible outcome? Well, I guess I'd have to go find a job, right? I'd have to, you know, I think probably the worst possible outcome is the fact that I would be letting down folks like yourselves. But I found a way to do this while I had a job. So why could I not, you know, continue at least supporting people as best as I can if our success group doesn't work out, right? And and then I'd have to get a job. Well, I've done that before, right? It's how I ended up here in St. Louis. I, I needed a job, so I went through the uh, directory of an impressions. <laughs> at the time, it was ISS show, and I started working my way down from A, and, and fortunately for me, I got to C, and uh, I think I actually got all the way to D with reaching out before finally making the decision to move to Coastal Business Supplies here in St. Louis. So if we go deeper, right? So maybe maybe I, I'm like, gosh, okay, that's a little... But what if it was like, oh, I don't know if I can pay my mortgage. Well, I, I love this house. I love our neighborhood. I, I love everything about what we've got here. And I want to fight, scratch, and claw to stay here. But if I couldn't, what, what's the worst possible can I scenario then, right? I, I have family and friends that could help us. And so it's not like we'd be living on the streets. Um, you know, so what really is the worst case scenario? Y- you need to have a strategy to overcome fears and, and, and really thrive. Because I think I, I actually look at fear as actually a really good thing for us. Um, a lot of people think, you know, fear, we got to avoid it. I think fear is a great warning signal and a great kind of indicator light. It's almost like, you know, you're driving your car and the check engine light comes on, right? You're probably going to actually be a little more cautious and go, yeah, I do need to check that out. I need to make sure that everything's okay. And then you get that checked engine light turned off. And that's the same thing with fear. It's just our check engine light coming on to say, hey, hold on. Don't just go crashing through this wall head first. Let's make sure that there's not maybe a better way around this. Let's pause for just a moment and get a, a little bit better plan together. So, you need to have a, a really great strategy to overcome fear and, and use it to thrive. And one way that you can do that, I'm going to put another banner up here for the, the folks in the, the live uh, version here today. If you go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash conquer fear and thrive, it's conquer dash fear dash and dash thrive. Here's the easy way. Go to oursuccessgroup.com up in the top, very top right corner, there's a little blue button. And I've got a whole webinar that's free, completely free webinar that you can check out about conquering fear. And I give strategies and then I give um, what I call the art of success. You know, some of you guys may have seen this a little bit, but I'd recommend even if you've seen it, go back and check that out, right? Go, go in there and check it out. 
and and see if that might be something that'll help you overcome some of those fears right um, again it's all about finding ways to overcome those fears so you got to try some things on here but um, these have been super powerful tools I actually learned most of those tools from my mentor Jack Canfield so I know this stuff works I, I put it to work in my own life right like I said that at a point there I wasn't doing enough of that but I've really made that shift into making sure that I'm doing all of these things and um, so you know that's a great place to start right there so um, our success and just go into the top right corner and click on that conquer fear it's a little blue kind of button looking thing up there all right so that's number two is we have to uh, figure out ways to face those fears right and that's the the obstacle those fears become the obstacle all right the third obstacle is shifting energy it's it's when we have these big changes right maybe it's like leaving a job or or some people might be familiar with it and maybe you have had a relationship that you had to get out of or or other challenges that we face in our lives that we know there's a big change that we need to make and the energy around that just consumes us right it's it becomes all consuming it's in a sense, like if you go back to the simple level, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid, right? The, the real pain from ripping off a Band-Aid comes from that anticipation before it actually happens. The actual pain of ripping off a Band-Aid is like nanoseconds. <laughs> it's very small. If you really went and thought about it, right, you, you rip off the Band-Aid, you know, so maybe if I'm ripping off a Band-Aid off my arm and you're pulling a few hairs out or whatever, and you go and you just press down on it for a second, or like a half second or a millisecond or a nanosecond or whatever it is, it's gone, right? But you had that whole like, oh, it took forever to peel up the corner. Oh, my God, I know it's going to hurt. I know it's going to hurt. You, you have this decision that it's going to hurt for a really long time. We overdo it. And then we peel it off and it's gone. So that energy wasted on the fear and the worry takes away from the energy that you have to create the success that you deserve. So the solution to this is to really understand and think about the feelings, the energy, and the power you have after finally ripping off the Band-Aid, right? Focusing on those feelings, the power, the things that are going to occur after you quit the job, right? After you make that decision, right? If this was a personal self-help, focusing on the things that are going to happen after you get out of that toxic relationship, right? So thinking about those things, what, what, if you've ever experienced a challenge, and I know you have, so there's not, everybody can do this, thinking about those things, right? Think about everything that led up to it, all of the worry, the anxiety, the fears, the, the challenges. But then, okay, boom, drop that, let it go. Now, I want you to really think about what it was like immediately thereafter and that, that kind of afterglow of that moment, right? You're lighter, you're freer. You feel like there are now endless possibilities, right? You've got that monkey off your back. You've got that burden gone. And so now you can do more and be more, right? So every time that worry creeps in about, you know, making that change, that, that energy that consumes us about with the worrying, fast forward, you know, recognize that, put a little fast forward button in your mind and hit it, right? If, if it takes putting a post-it note somewhere with the words fast forward on it and then posting it around, then do that, right? Whatever it's going to take, get that fast forward button and then go to the place after you've committed to being all in in your business 
Again, if you're getting out of a toxic relationship, go to that place. What's it like afterwards? And then create that story of the after in vivid details. Right? This, the great part is there's no wrong answers, and you get to dream big. Right? So use the VAS method. You guys have heard me talk about VAS, so I'm not going to bring it up too much today. It's visual, auditory, smell, and touch. So get all those details. And... If you need any help with that part of it, just reach out to me, right? All you got to do is ask. The, a lot of people hesitate to ask me for help for whatever reason. I, I'm not sure what, what that is. Um, you know, I've been told, oh, they th- think I'm busy and blah, blah, blah. If you need help, my job, my purpose in life is to support other people to their idea of success. And I can't do that if you don't ask, right? So some of you have asked and I've had the opportunity to really, um, it just fills me up, right? Uh, I think Christy's probably still here and, and I've had that opportunity to talk with Christy and I still think about that, that conversation that we had, Christy, and, and it just lights me up every time. So you did more for me than I did for you, right? So I can support you in finding those things, but you have to hit that fast forward button. We have to create enough detail that when we hit that fast forward button, our energy shifts, Right. And and so it's that worry about the energy and, and, and that negative energy that we're using that then needs to get us to that point where we can fast forward and move forward. So that's number three is kind of dealing with that energy shift that we've got to make. Number four, this is dealing with emotions. And I know you're going, uh, this is a business podcast, Aaron. Well, we are humans, right? Businesses are humans. And, and no matter how logical you think you are, we all, every single one of us, make decisions based on our emotions, right? See, because logic, it's really easy to deal with. And, and we, we like to go, oh, well, I'm logical. I, I want to think through the logic of things. And I make all my decisions based off of logic. And we think that that's really easy because the part of the brain that logic comes from is also the part of the brain that ties into our language functions, right? So language comes from logic. And Emotions, though, are much harder to deal with, much harder to describe, right? I I can't, it's really hard for me to explain my emotions to people. Some people are better at it than others. It is something you can practice and get better at, but you will always be better at explaining logic than you will at emotions. And the reason for that is emotions come from the part of the brain, they're tied into the part of the brain that does not have that language ability, right? It's our reactions, it's our gut, it's our feelings. And and those things control us because that's our protection mechanism that was designed to keep us from harm's way, right? That's how you are alive today because you are ruled by your emotions, right? You, you got yourselves out of harm's way. You thought better of something that maybe your logic brain missed, Right? And, and so we have to have that ability to kind of understand that emotions are going to rule the day. And, and when, when we try to fight against that nature, it never goes well. So what is the solution to that then? What's the solution to overcoming that? And the number one solution is you need to accept emotions. You need to find a way to accept all the emotions, right? Not just the good ones. You're not going to just accept the good ones. You have to accept the bad ones. You have to accept all of them because they're all valuable. Um, I cannot, I just completely uh, lost the uh, name, but um, there's a movie where it's basically the emotions inside of a brain of a little girl 
um, you've got joy, you've got anger, you've got sadness, and and they're oh gosh, what is the name of that movie? I just miss. <laughs> somebody will get it. If somebody can get that in the comments, you, you know what movie I'm talking about. I'm sure about it. Um, and and they're they're going through this little girl's life as she moves from Minnesota to San Francisco, and she's a hockey player, and it's a cartoon. Oh, darn it. What is the name of that movie? But thinking about that, right, the, the, the whole point of that movie is that sadness is just as important as joy, right? All of the emotions play a role in how we operate from day to day. And so we have to find a way to accept all of those emotions, right? We're, we're not going to just, we don't want to just shove them away. We need to accept them all. So you need to come up with what it is for you. Um, meditation is a great way. Uh, having a gratitude journal is a great way because when you have a gratitude journal, you take all the emotions, even the ones that you would quote unquote feel that are negative, and you find the gratitude in them. You find a reason why that was helpful, right? If you know the the things that um, were, were terrible in our lives, were tough in our lives, things we look back on with negative emotions, were were actually something that built us and helped helped us grow stronger. Um, maybe somebody's got it. Yeah, Christy saves the day again. Inside Out. Thank you. Inside Out. Yes, that's the movie. So if you haven't watched that movie, take an opportunity to go watch it, <laughs> even though it's a kid's movie. It really does have a great message for us. So, um, okay. So meditation, gratitude journals. Uh, Mo, you're right there. Pick, lifting me up too. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, meditation, gratitude journaling, tapping. Um, I've been doing some Zentangle art to help me really focus in and allow those emotions to kind of come through in and out. Um, whatever it is for you that's going to allow you the best opportunity to accept all of your emotions, right? And, and then you need to incorporate that into your business life. Um, it, it's not too woo-woo. And and society only has that perception that these things are too woo-woo to be involved with business because our society has been designed for obedience. And and it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? As humans, we need to be able to work together. And some of that comes from, you know, we need to to kind of be able to listen and and, and move forward and, and, um, you know, kind of be obedient. But working for somebody else is all about doing what they tell you to do. But as a business owner, you're kind of a rebel, right? Think about that. You're kind of a rebel in a little ways. You went to school to go get a job for somebody else. That's how our system is designed. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. We we, we can, many people thrive in that opportunity. But those of you that are here listening to this, do not. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here, right? You'd be all in on the job that you're doing. And you would be learning how to be a better manager, learning how to be a better employee, you know, whatever it is that is important to you in that moment. But as a business owner, you're a little bit of a rebel from society and rebels, they use all the tools available to them. Things like meditation, gratitude journals, tapping, zentangle art, whatever it is for you, find what way that you can accept those emotions. So that that's number four, just dealing with the emotions that, that occur and, and sometimes get in the way. Um, not, not in the way of like, they're always going to help us grow, but from d- doing the things that we know we need to do to move our business forward. All right. So that's the fourth obstacle or our emotions. The fifth obstacle is that you probably don't have a great finish line, right? That there is a natural law out there called Parkinson's law. And, and this law states that um, work complicates to fill the available time. 
right? So another way to look at this, or maybe the way I simplify it is um, any tasks, anything that we're, we're going to do, right? We're going to get our business up to a certain point. We're going to, you know, turn in our notice. We're going to, um, whatever it is, those tasks expand to fit in the time we give it. And if there's no deadline being imposed on you by somebody else, which when you're a business owner, there is not. The only deadlines that are imposed are, are from you and, and you, know, you ultimately have the decision to make there. So we expand that to fit the time we give it. Right, so let me, let me give you an example. And, and Jerry, I have not been ignoring your comment here. I wanted to wait until um, I get get to this part to really talk about it. So let me come back to this. But let me let me finish this. So the Parkinson's law, right? Let's say you have a, a task that you need to do where you need to write a letter to someone. It just, it, it just makes it simple, right? So maybe, and you're going to handwrite this letter. Well. If you're, if that is your task, then the task of writing that letter, um, you know, maybe you've given yourself all day to do that, right? And so we're up here in the morning and yeah, I've got till the end of the day to do that. Okay. So you're going to go, okay, well, I need to, you know, make sure I have the right space set up. Uh, i got to find the best paper. Oh, you know, this pen doesn't always write so well. So I'm going to go find another pen. And then while you're off finding that pen, something distracts you and then you know all of a sudden you're at the end of the day and you go oh crap i got to write that letter and what you had planned to take all day or what you had planned to complete today you're now not really getting to it until about 10 minutes left and somehow some way you still get that same job done in 10 minutes right so we we take whatever time. So if we just leave it open-ended and we don't say, well, here's the date, here's the time it's going to happen, then it's just going to keep pushing out. We'll, we will expand that until something forces our hand, right? Until something crappy happens that makes us more, makes it more important to us or, you know, just, you know, uh, people... I've seen people get their businesses up and running like that because they lost their day job. You know, they got laid off, whatever happened. And then this business that they had been playing with for years all of a sudden got real and they got really good at it, right? So what if you picked a firm date? So I think the solution here is is you have to pick a firm date and and kind of find this in your mind. And, and I know people planning to quit their day job since I met them. Right. And I've been in this industry for 22 years. So 22 years later, some of those folks still have the day job. And that's that's not a bad thing. Right. I'm not talking down about that in any way, shape or form. But I'm saying the job will keep finding ways to hold on to you. Right. You are valuable to them. But if you want to be a business owner, you are more valuable to yourself. Right. So you need to set a firm date. And then ask yourself whether there's any reason why it can't happen in half that time, right? If, if, you, if you just ask that simple question after you set a date, you'd be super surprised at how much more you can do and how much faster that decision becomes just by considering that very simple question of, could I do it in half the time, right? What would really be holding me back? So, um, Jerry, 
says, I have 34 plus years of the security of a great paying job that I love, great benefits, but I'm months away from retirement with a very good pension. I've never missed a day of pay since the day I was hired in 1988. I am so unsure about ending all of that, that, that I can move on to my next stage in life, my business, right? And, and that's that security. And I, I understand that. But if you're months away from retirement with a very good pension, You've got that pension, right? You, now, going back to what we talked about with figuring out what what is you know either facing what's the worst possible scenario, you know, and Jerry, in your case, I could you know I, I know you well enough that you're going to do fine. So I, that's first and foremost. But secondly, you're going to have that pension, right? You've got the grandkids. You're going to you're going to be happy, right? But I know what could happen, right? You get to that retirement and gosh, they need you. And, and yeah, I get it. It's a great job. I, I never, ever, ever am talking down about anybody having a job. I've had jobs. I, I faced the fact that I could need to go back and have a job. And, and that opportunity to have a job is fantastic. But are you willing to say, okay, if I'm months away from retirement, what is that month, right? Let's not say months. Put a, what's the actual date that you could retire? And, and will you retire at that date? Will you commit to that? Right? That's the question you got to ask yourself. And I'd, you know, I'd love to hear the answer when, when you're ready for that. Um, because he says, um, the negative of my day job is having to be somewhere on a set schedule. I look forward to owning my time, although I expect to be busy. So there you go. So owning your time. Right? So there, there's, the, there's the start of the vision. Right. That's the start of what it looks like at that point, right? Where you, you get to that retirement. Now you got the pension, you got all the other stuff, but what's happening afterwards? So that's the fast forward button. So fast forward to again, put that up on the screen there, to that owning my own time. So all right. I love that. Thank you for again for sharing that, Jerry. And um Again, I I held on to that one for a little bit because I wanted to get to number five there. All right, let's just recap real quick, and then I'll close this out. And then also, if you are not an OSG member and you are tuned in here, uh, this is your last opportunity to put the word five keys, no spaces, right? Put five keys into the comments here, and you will be entered into a drawing for 50% off of the five keys of marketing workshop. You can find that right above me, osg.link forward slash marketing plan. Um, yeah. And, and Jerry says, um, I know that you made a big change when you left the company where I met you. It was a huge change, right? Um, and, and honestly, I did not leave right away, right? I didn't go all the way. I, I left that and it was a, a big change. Uh, um, the things that were happening, things were occurring at the time. I was actually, when I started indicating that I was not going to be staying, I started getting, you know, they, they wanted me to stay. I, I was given the opportunity to technically run the business, right? I would have become the, I don't know what the title would have been, but, um, you know, they were, they were losing the, the guy running the business and I ended up going with him and, and somebody else to do something else, right? So I didn't even jump out of a, a job. I kind of took another job, but this other job was not a job job, right? It was a um, consulting gig, right, where I wasn't uh, actually employed. You know, that brought other challenges, but it also brought other opportunities where I could start building these other things that I wanted to build. I could start working into it. So, yes, it, it was a big change. And... Yeah, I look back on that sometimes and go, gosh, 
what would have what would life have been like if I didn't make that change, right? I mean, I look at Coastal, they seem to be doing pretty good. Um, but I know deep down in my heart that the fulfillment that I need, right, it's not about the money. At the end of the day, it's really never about the money. The money just is a tool. It's just a resource that allows us to do different things. And and so, yes, we all would like to have more money, right? And But at the end of the day, does that really equate to your idea of success? So thank you for sharing that, Jerry. All right. So let's let's recap real quick. And then again, make sure that you get the word five keys, K-E-Y-S, no space into the comments. If you're not an OSG member and you like an opportunity to win a 50% off coupon for the five keys of marketing. Um, uh, I, I, sorry, Tanya, I know you... <laughs> I know you're the only one in there so far, but um, I do want to give it this opportunity to everybody. So, and I do want to give it to Tanya too. All right, um, all right. So, paying the bills, number one. That's our number one obstacle. We have to. We think about that. We have to figure out how to overcome that, right? And the solution is to um, get specific about what it is that you actually need to replace, and then breaking it down and building that milestone so you can have the the belief. Number two facing fear, right? We have to understand that what fear is, how it works, and that it drives self-sabotage, right? So the solution is to either look at, envision the best possible scenario, or go really deep into what is actually the worst possible scenario, right? We just see it as some big, dark, negative thing out there. But if we were to, you know, actually go deep into it, what is the worst thing that could, could potentially happen? Right. So examine those fears and then just find a way to overcome fears. I, I, I put um, the uh, Conquer Fear webinar. You know, you just have to have some techniques to overcome fears. I put the Conquer Fear webinar in there and um, and went from there. There you go, Brian. All right. Uh, so that's number two. Number three is that energy shift. Right. We, we, we put a lot of energy. We have a lot of like consternation um, that, that kind of consumes us when we're thinking about leaving a job or like I talked about, we even talked about relationships or other kind of challenges like that, but it's like ripping off a bandaid. It's that anticipation that is the challenge, not the actual ripping off of the bandaid. So that solution is to hit fast forward. When you feel that worry creep in, hit that fast forward button and really get clear on what is happening afterwards. Use that vast method um, that we talked about and just get super clarity on what it's like after the, that. And then number four, dealing with emotions, right? We're humans, we're driven by emotions. So the solution isn't to just shove the emotions further down. The solution is to find a way to accept all of the emotions, right? Doing things like meditation, gratitude journal, tapping, Zentangle art, yoga, whatever it is for you or, or some combination of those things, right? I, I do most of those things. Um, and it takes all of it, right? It takes all of it. I, emotions have never been my strong suit. Uh, but the more I learn to deal with them, the more I learn to accept them for what they are, the better my life has become. And then last but not least, five is that we don't have a finish line, right? The Parkinson's law indicates that we're going to take up as much time as there is to achieve the goal and that we set. So pick a firm date, right? Set that firm date out there and then ask yourself, could I cut that in half, right? And just pondering that question, you'd be surprised at what changes occur, all right? So I know that moving to be a full-time business owner is a bold move, no doubt. In fact, we've got some people in here that are already doing it, you know, Brian and Tanya and Christy and um, 
think some other folks along the way here. It's, it's a bold move. I, I, I get it 100%, right? I'm living it every day. But I know that you have it in, in you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening, right? Just showing up here is the first step. So the question you have to ask yourself is, do you believe that you have the ability? And if you have a hard time answering that question, why not start here? Use my belief in you, lean on me, and then build up from there, right? But putting those above solutions we just talked about, the things that we just talked about here in, I don't know even what time we're at, in the last 49 minutes, put those to work, start putting those to work and see what happens. So, um, and I will one last time here say that, you know, having an awesome fourth quarter might supercharge this for you. I guess who's going to be joining us on the fifth uh, for the five keys workshop, right? So I want to get to that. Um, yeah, Jerry says, seeing success of others is very motivating to me. That's awesome, Jerry. Great to hear. Awesome. Well, you've got lots of people around you that that are, are there to motivate you. So keep 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 taking those steps, Jerry. And I know you're doing it. I'm Certainly, if anybody thinks that I'm picking on Jerry, he knows that that's not the case, that I'm his biggest fan. And, um, and you know, he, he's always willing to allow me to... It, it's an example, right? We, we've got to build, right? I can't just snap and go, okay, I'm a success. It's a daily process, right? One of my favorite quotes from Rory Vaden is uh, this quote that says, success is only rented and the rent is due every day. So it's, it's actually success is not owned, but instead rented and the rent is due every day. And that rent is daily making things better, you know, building that motivation, taking steps, doing one thing, showing up, taking the action. So who's going to be taking that action of joining us on the fifth for the five keys workshop. And, um, with that being said, we've got two entries here. So we're going to close out that entry for the, uh, 50% off coupon. And, uh, then we'll call it a day here. Hi, I'm Kyleen and you're listening to an episode of the small business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the small business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. The journey of entrepreneurship has been full of ups and downs. Using these tools is what keeps me moving forward. All right, everybody. Well, that is what I've got for you today. So unless you guys have any other questions, comments, concerns, uh, but one last reminder, get up here, osg.link forward slash marketing plan. If you're an OSG member, just get excited about it. Look for your emails. Um, I sent an email out already that you should have gotten, and I posted that in the private members group, uh, making sure that you got it. So um, if you did not get it and and you're listening to this, please let me know. Right? You can message me uh, or hit me up on Volley, which is osg.link forward slash Volley. You can hit me up there or email Aaron at oursuccessgroup.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time today. And, and I got a lot out of interacting with you guys. So appreciate those of you that uh, are showing up here for the live version. <laughs>